0: This one's going to stink for some of you, but in every company, specifically today during strange times, there's going to be bad citizens, there's going to be reliable citizens, and there's going to be impactful citizens. The great companies that go through challenging times, recession, market crash, whatever you want to call it, and they don't just survive but they thrive they know how to differentiate between these three and they know how to take reliable citizens and help them become impactful citizens aka leaders we're going to talk about that today so stick around to leverian i'm going to give you the pdf of today's message this is something having to do with you as a leader you you're going to receive this message and say pat how can i become a better leader during this time or you as a leader of other people you're going to say how can i help identify who's a bad citizen, who's a reliable citizen, and who's an impactful citizen that can make better leaders in my organization. So let's get right into it. Okay, so one more time, bad citizen, reliable citizen, impactful, reliable citizen, the company grows steadily, the community grows steadily, impactful, the company, the community, the society explodes because they create better jobs, they make people better, they make organizations better. Anything, anywhere they're part of impactful citizens, they make it better no matter where you put them, right? So let's talk about bad citizens first. A bad citizen in any organization, company, community, they divide. They sabotage. They know it all. You can't teach them anything. They talk behind people's back. They don't want to learn more. There's no way you can get this person to address conflict. Sometimes they want to fight the conflict. It's everybody else's fault. Nothing is their fault. They blame everyone. I don't need to explain to you what a bad citizen is. It's always late. There's a reason for being late. People have it out for them. You know The boss doesn't like him. The boss doesn't have them as a favorite. No matter what you do, you can't do nothing right in the eyes of a bad citizen. Sometimes what leaders make a mistake of is thinking they can change them. They can't change a bad citizen. Only a bad citizen can change themselves. Nobody else. One of the most powerful affirmations I ever told myself 17 years ago, 16 years ago, that got me to be a little bit of a better leader is I said, stop trying to be God. That job is already taken. You can't change people. People have to choose to change on their own, and I spend a lot of time trying to change bad citizens, I've failed 100% of the time. So now let's talk about the difference between being a good citizen, a reliable citizen, and being an impactful citizen. Good citizen, there's two things we gotta look at. One is their character. A reliable citizen has a very good character. What does this mean? Today's sponsor is Masterworks. matter of fact, I really like what Masterworks does because a lot of people can't afford to buy a whole art piece for $2 million. What Masterworks does is they buy the art piece. They file it with the SEC, then members are able to buy and sell shares. That's what they do. Now, keep in mind, you know, this is like you can't buy all of Apple for $2.5 trillion, but you can buy an Apple stock for a few hundred dollars. Similar story. One thing you need to know about how much wealth is being held in ART today is an estimated $1.7 trillion millionaires, billionaires have held their wealth in ART. Deloitte says it's going to increase another $900 billion by 2026. What Masterworks does is the last five paintings they sold since 2017, their average rate of return was 26.8%, and contemporary art prices have outperformed S&P 500 total return, ready, by 164% the past 26 years. So if this is something you want to take advantage of, we're going to put the link below. There is a waiting list for people that are trying to get into this program with Masterworks, but because you're part of Valuetainment, if you click on the link below and you go through Valuetainment, you will skip the waiting list and you'll be able to start buying and selling shares immediately. They show up. On time, they get the job done. If they tell you they're gonna do it, they do it. They don't steal, they don't cheat, they take responsibility, they're respectful, they're unifiers, they're willing to give ideas to, they're willing to be taught, they're willing to be challenged, they're willing to improve. They're a willing personality, they're able to reason. They are somebody that if you go out and talk to them, you you like being around them, you like their company, they're reliable, right? They're reliable and their character. Is strong. It's very, very important to have a very good character. But character alone doesn't take you all the way to the top. That's just the foundation. On the other side, for somebody, that's reliable, but maybe wants to get compensated more and the market pays more for them, is when somebody has great character and they also have a hard skill. What's a hard skill? I know how to edit, I know how to code, I know how to do customer service, I know how to process a policy. Anything that's a hard skill, they know how to do, okay? So it's a hard skill and character, you have a reliable citizen here. Hard skill is a skill set, and character is a foundation of who the person is, the market's going to pay very good for this person, but not at the highest level. The impactful citizen, they have two things that these folks at the bottom don't have. The impactful citizen has the character, has the hard skills, but they have two additional things. Let me tell you what these two additional things are. They have soft skills. Those who are impactful citizens have soft skills. meaning they know how to deal with different personalities. you know how to communicate with somebody that's white, somebody that's black, somebody that's married, somebody that's single, somebody that's widowed, somebody that's divorced, somebody with a degree, somebody with no degree, a person that's very rich, a person that's in the middle, a person that's very poor, a person that's a customer, partner, an employee, an executive. It doesn't matter. They have soft skills. They know how to overcome a challenge. There's people that are losing their cool around them. They know how to bring everybody and say, "Guys, let's try to figure this out." They know how to address conflicts. They know how to overcome conflicts. They know how to have crucial conversations without offending, without being a jerk, without being an asshole. They know how to do that. It's the EQ. It's the soft skills. They know how to deal with people. And somehow, some way, people that continuously move up in any company, in any society, in any community, they. They tend to have very, very good soft skills. This applies to church, to politics, to business, to sports, to anything you look at. Soft skills, you generally see people at the top that are leaders that have very, very good soft skills. So you may be watching the same path. can I really improve my soft skills? Absolutely, you can improve your soft skills. You can learn how to communicate better. You can learn by taking courses on how to be better at addressing conflicts, deal with different personalities, take body language courses. You can take a bunch of different things who improve in this area. But if you do want to move up and have a leadership position where you're becoming an impactful citizen, you've got to have soft skills. So now, so far we have what? We have character, we have hard skills, we have soft skills. The market pays very, very well for a person that has these three areas. And then we have the last one. And the last one may be the biggest one. And my job as a father, as a leader, as a man leading organizations your job for yourself and your job as a leader, both. So I gotta figure out a way to constantly improve myself and I gotta figure out a way to help people around me improve themselves as well. Number four is by far the best one out of all of them and this one takes a regular person into a completely different level. And that is putting people in situations to have a paradigm shift. Now, what are we talking about with paradigm shift? Let me explain to you. Paradigm shift to me is for many, many years, this man named June used to take his leaders he worked with to LA at uh, Skid Row on Christmas morning, and I said, do you mind if I join you? And I started joining him. There was a story behind the story with his daughter, I don't need to get into that, but I was inspired. So every Christmas morning, the 25th, People would come to the office, we did this 10 years straight, they would come to the office at 4.30, we would go buy Big Mac, cheeseburger, toothpaste, toothbrush, blanket, and we would go to downtown LA, and we would give these things away to folks. First time we went, we went with 10 people, then 20, then 30, then 40, then I think the last year we did it, we went with nearly 200 people that we went there to help these folks out. Now, why was this a paradigm shift? Parents started bringing their kids, because say somebody's making a lot of money. But they don't know what it is to be homeless. They would bring their kids, and it's early in the morning, one time a guy pulled out a knife, this big of a knife, on another homeless person, because they said, that's my blanket, you can't take it. And they're fighting. And I said, guys, we don't need to fight. Let us go get another blanket for you. When you see that right there as a kid, you're going to have a paradigm shift. You sit there and say, oh my God, imagine the drive back with that son and the daughter talking to the mom and dad saying, mom, is that really how some people live? That's what happens. Some people live. How did these people become homeless? Some of it has to do with bad decisions, some of it has to do with drugs, some of it has to do with alcohol, some of it has to do with economy, some of it has to do with bad associations. If you make bad decisions, this can happen to anybody, but regardless of it, we have to figure out a way to choose to contribute to society and help these people out. So then they sit there and they say, oh my God, that's unbelievable. And they're thinking about that the entire time. I had a, a one time a couple of my guys who were Guatemalan, and you know the idea was we want to kind of you know paradigm shift have a paradigm shift for a couple of our leaders. One guy on December 26th of 2004, we got on a plane. We went to Guatemala, I went to Puerto Barrios, Livingstone, Tikal, Tical, all Grande, Grand we went to all these places, and we went to a church, I spoke to a church, most Guatemalans are not very tall, 4'10", 5 feet tall, and I have a picture with me around them, talking to a church of 500 people, and I'm speaking English, and they don't speak English, and I have a translator with me, and then we went to another church that fits 15,000 members that just opened up, I think John Maxwell was the opening one, this place had all these different uh, volcanoes, water volcanoes, That's a paradigm shift for the people that went there. Paradigm shift could be, remember the titans, when Denzel Washington says, whites in this bus and blacks in this bus, no, get out. Defense, offense, get on the buses. Takes them to a cemetery, takes them to a place where a war happened. He says, when a war happens, nobody cares if you're white or black. Everyone's your brother. You get their back, they get your back. Strong side, weak side, left side, right side, no one cares. We gotta have each other's back. What he's doing, that coach, that they made a movie about, and Denzel starred in it, that coach is creating a paradigm shift for the players to no longer see colors. It's called a paradigm shift. You need to go to events to have a paradigm shift. I went to a Billy Graham event in 2003, November of 2003, it was in Pasadena, at the Rose Bowl. I went four days. Every day I went to it, and I watched this. I went with as many people I could take myself. As an atheist, I went. I had paradigm shift. I can tell you hundreds of stories of me having a paradigm shift. Every time I want to recreate myself to go to the next level, I have to put myself in situations to have a paradigm shift. If I want my organization to have a paradigm shift, I gotta create that climate for them to go see things they've never seen before. If we're watching Man in the Arena with uh, Tom Brady, I rent out the Foxborough Stadium and we sit there and we watch the documentary of 10 episodes together and we bring out three different New England Patriots that played with Brady and Belichick and they give the perspective of man in the arena from the player standpoint, that's a paradigm shift. So now let me go back to it again. Bad citizens, you're not God. You can make miracles happen. They have to choose to change. If you're watching this, you know if you're a bad citizen because you probably are not watching this video anymore. Very few bad citizens will watch this video through. They're gonna stop it after the first 30 seconds. But if you're still watching and you wanna change, I applaud, you know who you are. You gotta make some changes. Because if you're a bad citizen, I hate to say it to you, life sucks and you know it. And if you keep going like this, it's going to suck even more. If you're a reliable citizen, you got strong character, you know it, you got a hard skill, you know it. But if you want to be an impactful citizen, you got to start taking some courses to have better soft skills. You got to go out there and put yourself in situations to have a paradigm shift to start realizing you can make a bigger contribution to the world, to the company you're a part of, to the city, to the country, to your ethnicity, to whatever it is, you need that paradigm shift. So now This is a message given to you, to those who want to become impactful citizens. If that's you, you can get this PDF, subscribe to the newsletter below, we'll send this to you. And I gave a talk last week, I think, in Long Beach, uh, at the Driven event, where I talk about this. It's a keynote for about an hour. If you've never watched it, it's very direct. It's very, very, it's tough to watch, because I'm gonna be very direct with you for an hour. But if you have the tolerance to watch somebody being very direct with you for an hour, highly recommend you click over here to watch the keynote. Having said that, take care, everybody. Bye-bye.